ABC Listen. Hello, friends. It's me, Ruby, and you are listening to News Time. Hello, Ruby. Today, we're going to catch up with some winning wheat farmers from a New South Wales primary school. We'll find out why the French are saying wee oui, wee oui, to train travel. We'll meet a mum giving away free groceries, no questions asked. And we'll discover a new type of shark that has a few things in common with a cat. And you know what comes after that. Wow of the week. That's it. The story that made us say... Wow. <laughs> yes. What do you think? Should we start the countdown? Let's listen. Story number five. You might remember a little while ago, we did a story about a group of school kids who were growing their own crop of wheat. What do you think it takes to grow a crop of wheat? A lot of water, a lot of sun, a lot of patience. And maybe, like, you've got to visit it every day and, like, check on how it is, make sure mice don't eat it. Interesting you should mention mice. Mice have been a big problem in western New South Wales, and that is where our wonderful wheat growers live. They're kids from Hermadale Public School, and they won a prize at the Royal Easter Show called the Agricultural Innovations in Schools Award. They sold their wheat harvest for $50,000. I might buy a whole candy store. I might bring my mum and dad out to a cafe and have some nice fancy food. Oh, isn't that nice of you? The Hermadale kids spent part of their money on an excursion to the New South Wales South Coast so that they could meet their pen pals. Pen pals write in letters to each other. That's right. When the kids were growing their wheat, a teacher from Tanger Public School heard about it and got in touch. She wanted to see if the kids wanted to become pen pals with the Tanger kids. Of course, the Hermadale kids said yes. They probably got to know each other a bit more. Yeah. They were all super excited when they found out they were going to meet each other. It was especially awesome because both schools had been through tough times in recent years. Tanja was affected by the Black Summer bushfires and Hermadale was affected by the Mouse Plague. Plus, the COVID pandemic meant that most kids missed out on school excursions because they had to stay home. Their teachers said all the students played and hung out as if they'd known each other forever. Story number four. Oh, oui, oui, on billet de train, s'il vous plaît. Sorry, I'm just over here in France trying to buy a train ticket. That's because some of the short aeroplane flights here have been banned. It's because the French government wants people to choose trains for journeys that are shorter, like ones that can be done in two and a half hours. Then if they take train trips, there's less carbon dioxide being burnt. Planes burn like heaps and heaps and heaps and heaps and heaps and heaps. Oui, the decision was made because trains are better for the planet than planes. 
Planes contribute a lot of air pollution, and they do that by releasing harmful gases up into the atmosphere. It's causing climate change, which is making it hard for lots of animals and people to live. Exactly. The idea came from France's Citizen Assembly. That's 150 people who were invited to come up with ways the French government could take action on climate change. Doesn't sound too bad to me. I mean, the view from a train chugging through the countryside, that's pretty beautiful. And I especially like a train at night because then I watch, like, the sunrise and the sunset. Magnifique. Story number three. OK. Bread, $4.50. Blueberries, $6.90. Maple syrup, $8.00. Ugh. Groceries are so expensive. And it's not just supermarket stuff. Big things like housing, electricity and petrol are all costing more lately. That's putting pressure on lots of families who need to be able to buy all of these really important things. Some experts say we are in a cost-of-living crisis. That's why one Melbourne mum named Rebecca Miller is giving away food and other essential supplies to people in need for free. It'd be really nice to do that. It is kind, isn't it? Last year, Rebecca found out that some of her daughter's classmates were going to school hungry. She started packing an extra lunchbox of snacks for her daughter to share around. I tell the teacher that they were hungry and maybe the canteen could sort them out. That's a good idea too. Outside of school, these kids began visiting Rebecca's house. So she started filling a box with fruit and vegetables and snacks and even dinner things like soup and pasta. And she called it the No Questions Asked box. That's because anyone's welcome to take food from the box if they need it and they don't have to answer any questions about why. She probably didn't want them to feel bad about that. I think you're right. I'd put lots of chocolates, muesli bars, lollies, cucumbers, some roast veggies, some broccoli pasta, some fruit. Yummo! The rising cost of groceries means Rebecca is starting to struggle to keep up. So she's accepting donations from people who want to help. Rebecca also lives with a condition called rheumatoid arthritis and that can cause pain and swelling in her body. But she says that motivates her. It motivates her to keep giving because there are lots of people in her community with disabilities who are struggling to make ends meet. So everybody has food and everybody can live and no one has to feel hungry. Thanks for your kindness, Rebecca. And keep an ear out for a special episode of News Time coming soon that explains more about this cost of living crisis. Story number two. If I say demon cat shark, what do you picture? Might look sort of like a catfish. And the demon bit might mean it's something to do with its eyes. Interesting. Well, the demon cat shark is a type of shark that's been discovered off the coast of Western Australia. It's very dark in colour and it has white glowing eyes. Most other sharks have dark green or black eyes. 
That's cool. A collection of the demon cat shark's eggs were found 12 years ago, but it's taken scientists until now to compare those eggs to other species and figure out what type of shark they came from. It looks a bit like honeycomb. It's like yellow. It sort of looks like a bit of pasta stuck to something. The eggs do look a little bit like pasta or honeycomb. They have T-shaped ridges that only one other shark species' eggs are known to have. Scientists found a preserved pregnant demon cat shark in the CSIRO database. That's the Australian government's agency that's responsible for scientific research. The scientists were able to match up the eggs in the tummy of that shark with the other ones they found. And that's how they realised it was a new type of shark. People don't understand them very well. And like, we need to stop thinking they're the scary beasts of the sea. Very true. And now it's time for... Wow of the week. This story made me go wow because it makes me think all of us could do much more than we think we can. Whoa! That was cool. Richard Moore is an awesome skateboarder. He can do jumps and spins and slides and skate on ramps and in bowls and on rails. And he does all of it in a skate park in Adelaide, South Australia. Richard manages to do all of this without being able to see with his eyes. It's not just your vision that helps, it's also your touch and that helps and the timing. Precisely. Richard is blind, so instead of sight, he uses other senses, like touch, to be able to skate. Cracks in the concrete send vibrations through his skateboard, and that helps him figure out where he is. He skates with a cane that he taps to feel what's in front of him. He must feel where all the parts are first, like have a closer like feel at the ramp so he knows what angles, and then he does it. Richard hasn't always been blind. He was diagnosed with a condition called retinitis pigmentosa when he was an adult a few years ago. At first, he said it was a pretty lonely experience, but over time he's learnt to adapt and skateboarding has been a big part of that. Lots of lots of practising. Skateboarding helps keep Richard's body moving and helps him get outside into the fresh air and it lets him spend time with other people. Losing his vision also inspired Richard to design a clothing label. And not just any clothing label, but one that's friendly for people with a disability. These clothes have labels written in Braille. That's a writing system that uses raised dots so that people can read it with their fingers by touching it. Richard's also designed hats that can be clipped onto shirts so they don't fall off. He uses adaptive technology, like computer programs, that allow people with disabilities to design artworks and clothes. You're awesome, Richard. And that is the end of this awesome episode. Thank you, Ruby. Don't forget to check out the quiz. It's in the show notes. I'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. Or, as they say in Urdu, Khura Hafiz. News Time is an ABC Kids Listen podcast. 
For other awesome podcasts to play, music to move to, and stories and soundtracks for sleep, download the ABC Kids Listen app. It's free from your app store.